After an hour of crawling, running, waiting, and crawling some more, Pavel Ivanov found himself back in the narrow, subterranean storeroom. He recognized none of the tunnels or crawl spaces through which Franco had just led them, but when they pushed through the heavy gray blankets, there was no mistaking the shelves piled high with terracotta jars and bottled preserves. He'd kept his own counsel following the short battle with the NKVD, preferring to have his issues with the priest out when they were not fleeing pursuit. But even now, the opportunity wouldn't arise. Once out of the underground labyrinth, the Ferretti siblings exchanged a few whispered words before Marius made the sign of the cross over his brother and disappeared back through the blankets and into the tunnels. Franco grabbed Ivanov by the elbow and drew him upstairs. You must move now, Russian. Biting back a curse, he followed, stowing his MP5K. They hurried up the stairs, returning to the maze of cramped corridors that seemed to run through a dozen or more apartment buildings. Nobody paid them any notice. Not the old men he saw smoking hand-rolled cigarettes and playing cards on a front stoop. Not the mamas and nanas who met at the junction of two well-trafficked hallways to exchange limp bundles of green vegetables. Not the children who raced up and down, lost in some game involving laughter and mock gunplay and squealed Russian curses. In some ways, he thought, the war, the transition, the communist occupation, the wrenching destruction of the twentieth century's settled history. None of it had much affected the day-to-day -day life of Franco Ferretti's people. The mafia soldier had probably passed through here dozens of times in the past twenty years, covered in filth and blood. 